Welcome back. This is Top Tier Sports, Episode 3. I'm your host, Lucas Kaser, joined by Jake Hare and Ryan today. We're going to talk a little football, a uh, little bit of the divisional games, and some head coaching landings. So let's kick it. It is January 11th, uh, day before or two days before the divisional playoff games. Um, we the whole, the podcast is going to mainly be about our in depth uh, predictions and analysis on the games. But before that, we're just going to get into around like around the NFL talk. So all the head coaching land, landing spots, we're just going to list them, talk about them more in the next podcast. But uh, head coaches Matt Lafleur to Green Bay, Cliff Kingsbury to Arizona, Bruce Arians coming back for the Buccaneers, uh, the Broncos getting the veteran uh, Vic Fangio. Freddie Kitchens taking over in Cleveland with Baker. Mike McCarthy is taking the year off, allegedly. Adam Gase signed with the Jets. And then uh, I think that's it for head coaches. Um, for all the coordinators, uh, McDaniels is staying on the Patriots. Todd Bowles is the D coordinator at the Tampa Bay. Pagano, D coordinator for the Bears, just signed. And um, the Broncos, Gary Kubiak, actually, they're not going to be offensive coordinator. Not They had different mindsets, apparently, in the offense. And then um, for the last coaching job at Miami, apparently it's coming down to Brian Flores. They're really close to getting a deal done. Um, but we'll go more in-depth about that. Probably Monday or Tuesday it'll be posted, um, along with the YouTube video. We're going to expand on there, too. But uh, let's a little more talk around the NFL. Uh, Antonio Brown. Yesterday, apparently the owner basically said that there's no possible way um, that he's going to be on the team next year, I guess, is kind of what he said. Apparently Antonio Brown like won't talk to him, won't meet with him. Basically, Le'Veon Bell Part 2. Um, but like, they're being smart this time about it. Yeah, they're actually going to try and get rid of him while they can, just instead of taking a player that just waiting for him to not play, I guess. Um like, like me and J.K. discussed in the last podcast, I'm still thinking Raiders have the most firepower to get them. But I think really kind of now teams are seeing that it won't take much to get rid of them. So I, I don't really know who I think would get them. I think it's just who needs playmakers right now. I think 49ers could use that wide receiver. Jets possibly have no playmakers. Yeah, could use that to help them offense. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it develops. Because, I mean, if it keeps happening more where they're just – Spitting out that he's not going to be playing, his value is just going lower and lower I, and lower. I think the Bears could use him actually because they have playmakers on the outside and playing receiver. They, they just don't have a big, they wouldn't do they that, don't have though. a big name. But they don't the have the pick like, to trade for it now though. I mean, the thing that I don't like about AB is like this whole thing about him just not talking to anybody and basically being a locker room cancer. And that just for me it just. As a football player, it just throws me off of having this guy because I'm all about locker room camaraderie and that builds a team. And you're not going to have a good team if you have people that don't want to be there. And maybe it'll be different once he gets out of Pittsburgh, but you just don't no, know. Probably not. It'll be it'll be weird to see. Like I mean, I think maybe not this year, but next year it'll be weird seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers without their big trio. I don't see Big Ben staying much longer. He's getting old. Yeah, and, uh, banged his up boots and, calling him. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be the new. They will be starting not necessarily a rebuild. They're refranchising, I guess you could call it. They're, Josh Dobbs, quarterback, hit us up. Yeah, there you go. We went on a cruise with them. So Dobbs, if you somehow listen to this, we would like free tickets or another free cruise with you. That'd yeah, be pretty cool. That'd be that'd be nice. Yeah. So um, 
Remember, hey, wait, if you don't remember me, I was a kid that snapped you a football on the beach in yeah. Grand Cayman. You probably don't remember. Yeah, but, you remember. All right, and then uh, one last break, like news before we get into it. Kyler Murray has not declared yet. He has till Monday to officially declare for the NFL draft. But there he is. It's, it's becoming more of a rumor, or probably the rumors become more of a fact that he will be going to the NFL draft instead of the MLB, which I don't know. I, I think. The, what do you think? Okay, so here's my thing on this is. Kyler Murray it would supposedly be the next Bo Jackson, right? I think that Bo he... Bo Jackson. What? You mean like Bo Jackson? Playing yeah, both. I said Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Playing both. And the thing is, I think he's going to the NFL draft just to say that he got drafted in the NFL well, and the MLB. And I think, honestly, the kid will fare better, way better off in baseball. Baseball, you don't get hurt. The kid plays outfield. He's going to make millions of dollars. Sure, he'll make a lot more. In uh, and the NFL playing quarterback, I don't. I just don't think he's an NFL ready quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, if he gets he's, drafted in the first round, he'll be the first ever player to get drafted in the first round of MLB and NFL. The, the thing is, though, is he's small. He's smaller than Baker. Yeah, but he's faster than Russell Wilson. Faster than Russell Wilson? I don't care. The only team if he if he can't throw the ball over 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 a D lineman, you're yeah. gonna have a problem. And. The NFL, they got good enough players that corners will collapse on him. They can read him. He's not going to have just 50 yards to yeah, run. I mean, true. you see, it kind of works this year with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson not isn't really like 5'9". Yeah. I mean, if you look at the teams that are in like absolute need of a quarterback, like teams that I could see drafting one, you'd probably say Giants, Jags, maybe Dolphins, maybe Broncos. None of those teams are that type of offense. So, like, I've been watching, like, I mean, ESPN's been saying that the Cardinals might trade away Josh Rosen and Kingsbury might take Murray as an, I mean, air raid, that fits this type of offense. He's, the thing about Kyler Murray is he fits a perfect running gun offense. Yeah, air raid. And that's yeah. just not the offense that you're seeing in the NFL right now, the unless the Rams. Well, Kingsbury. Yeah. Not the Cardinals, but Cliff Kingsbury, who will, I, he, will he will be putting his own offense in. I mean, Which oh, yeah. I'm assuming it'll probably be somewhat. Like the Rams, and yeah, it'll, it'll be the new style yeah. of offense. But it's just the Cardinals O line can't hold him. They, awful. You I mean, I mean, he's gonna have a broken down pocket every every play, and what he's gonna just be eaten up. And he, I just, I don't think that he's gonna be able to start as a rookie in the NFL. But if we see that though, Russell Wilson, he had a crappy line too. He had many playmakers outside the pocket. He was the best passer outside the pocket. I basically. See Kyler Murray as uh, Russell Wilson slash Baker Mayfield quarterback, pretty much. Yeah, and the Cardinals also got Vance Joseph. We didn't say that, which I mean, they're making steps in the direction. Then they're gonna looking at Sarkeesian for O coordinator. They're making steps in the right <laughs> direction to rebuilding that team. Um, I mean, if say they did trade away Rosen, I'm assuming they would get a pick. I don't know what they would. I mean, they need receiver. They basically just need playmakers. Their defense is kind of falling apart. Pat Pete's getting kind of old. I mean, they have Christian Kirk, who had a great year, and then David Johnson. But outside I mean, of that, I mean... I like the, the Cardinals. The one thing, if Larry Fitz still plays, he can... Larry Fitz does a great job building receivers because he's been in the league so long, he knows what it takes. Yeah. And well, he, he, he you can help s- develop those young wide receivers. Yeah. So, say, would you rather see the Cardinals trade, like Rosen to say, the Dolphins... Use that first rounder to pick up a receiver and then draft Murray at one. So would you rather see Kingsbury with Rosen or Kingsbury with Murray and a top receiver? I guess is what I'm trying to say. I would like to see him with Rosen and a top receiver. I don't. 
I'm just not a big Kyler Murray fan. I think Tua should have won the Heisman. No. Haskins had better numbers than Tua, pretty much. Yeah, but Tua is just a playmaker. I guess. I mean, but if they don't, if they don't, if they don't get Murray at one, I think they're gonna go Bosa. Oh, take Kingsbury no, will take I th- best of the Honestly, I think if you if you take Kyler Murray over Bosa, you're stupid. There's a ton of edge rushers. Those I, mean, I don't know. It'll be. It'll be Rosen played awful this year. Like I mean, even in games where he was he, awful, he's like, a rookie. Okay, but he and played awful. He like, was not. He was not a ready quarterback to go. Well, yeah, he was I not ready to go in and start. Yeah, and um, that's why they just couldn't do anything around him because he just wasn't ready. Coaching for it. too. Yeah, he was, he was set up for failure, and he did fail. Bradford was supposed to take this year, help the Cardinals out. He got hurt. Rosen got thrown in there with a bad, bad. Bad head coach, awful offense, basically relying yes. on David Johnson for everything on the run. They didn't let him catch the ball as much as they needed no, they, to. They, used they, they, they have a terrible him. line that they're not making holes for David Johnson to run through. That's exactly, true. and the guy, is, the guy is a playmaker. He's probably the only playmaker besides Christian Kirk on the team. And Larry, yeah. Larry Fitz, but he's getting old, and mm-hmm. his playmaking abilities are going downhill. We'll be, yeah. we'll be talking a lot. Of, I mean, we have until April to have a mock draft out there for people, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. It'll be interesting to see. Okay, so final, let's do final decisions. Jordan, what do you do you think Kyler Murray will declare for the NFL draft? I believe he'll believe, I believe yeah. he'll declare for the NFL draft. Lucas? I guess okay, what I was trying to get with the Cardinals thing, there there's another option. I think you really only have like two options. I, I don't see Adam Gase uh, or not I guess Flores if it's the Dolphins coach. I don't see him drafting Murray. I don't see Fangio drafting Murray. I don't see the Jags draft. Oh, the Jags could. The team I think would ha- would happen. Minnesota. No. No. I think what will happen is Haskins will go to the Giants or the Jags. Murray will fall all the way down to the Patriots at one of the last picks. I'm telling you, Haskins yeah, is one of the. I think he is the most ready NFL oh, yeah. quarterback out of that class. He's a pocket passer saying, and he fits most offense. Imagine Kyler Murray under Tom Brady for two more years. Tom, Br- the the style of play is completely different. That doesn't matter with Josh it McDaniels does. though. I feel it wouldn't like. Matter. He's more of an offensive-minded type of coach, where as yeah. where I think he steps in as head coach, he'll he he already oh, has yeah. a good he's offense. T- the only thing he's going to struggle in is you know having a defense defense coordinator out there putting yeah. out a decent I mean, defense. I would ra- I would rather see Murray build that team with the Cardinals than land with the Patriots and get that offense in two years. Or he'll be like Jimmy G. The Patriots wouldn't trade with if if he is available for the Patriots and say. I guess what's the worst they could get this week? Twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. Not even because they have one of the best record. They have a better record than like the Colts if they yeah. close through. So the worst but, they could get is like twenty seven. If they got Murray at twenty seven, that's a steal. It's kind of like how they got Sonny Michelle this year. Steal. I just think that I, I just don't think he's ready. Oh no, not, not yet. ready for the NFL. But I don't think he's a NFL quality quarterback, and he should stay. Yeah, there. I mean, I thought the same with Baker too. And I mean, look at I, I, I thought so. Baker was. See, the thing is, like Baker looks small. But he's actually like six one. Yeah, I guess he just he plays like a small quarterback. I guess you could but say. But he can he can stand and throw. He can he's a pocket passer when he needs to, and then he needs to make plays just like just like Russell Wilson. I just how many times this year did you see uh, Kyler Murray stand in the pocket to make a pass without Man, trying to evade? A lot different. I don't know. I guess I mean we'll. It, it's yeah. college football, but yeah, the college football that pocket should be open wider than an NFL pocket. Yeah, it's it's cha- I mean, the game is changing to offensive, as you saw this year, and I mean, as we'll probably see tomorrow a lot. Like I think both Cowboys, Rams, Colts, Chiefs. That's gonna be 
more. I mean, I think Chargers Patriots. We'll get into that. I guess I think Chargers Patriots. The Sunday games will be closer, low scoring games than Saturday, but uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll have lots more episodes on that, mock drafts, etc. Bob, like we'll talk about it more, and you'll see more. Um, so we'll dive into the NFL divisional games. We'll start with the game one tomorrow around three thirty. The Colts at the Chiefs, um, AFC one of the AFC divisional games. Chiefs are favored by five and a half uh, home field, and then obviously records better. So they're just gonna have that over under is set at fifty seven. Uh, before we start, the weather conditions are supposed to be brutal tomorrow, like snowy, rainy, and Andrew Luck does not play. He's not historically well in crappy weather. Um, and Pat Mahomes played in Texas. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I'm excited for the game. Um, just a little, some little facts I guess we can throw out before we kind of talk about it. Chiefs are four and zero, or Colts are four and zero all time versus the Chiefs in the playoffs, uh, and Chiefs are two and six at home all time in the playoffs, and um, I guess these are like, I mean, the Chiefs have one of the best offenses. Obviously, you don't even like need to debate that they have great offense. They also have the second worst pass efficient defense, which I mean, against Andrew Luck could kill him tomorrow. But I mean, the weather situation, I guess. Um, we'll start out here, and you can start out. What do you think? Uh, just go, like, who do you think is going to win, and what do you think it's going to take for that team to win tomorrow? All right, I got the Chiefs beating the Colts. Um, I just think playing at Arrowhead Stadium, that's a tough stadium to go into that's and true. win. Uh, I don't care. It could be negative 15 degrees out there, and those guys in Arrowhead are still going to be going crazy. Oh, yeah. And the Tomahawk chant mm. is going to be coming for you. So the reason that I like the Chiefs here is they got a good offense, Going against a pretty good Colts defense. Uh, if I'm betting this, defense. if I'm if I'm betting this game, I'm taking the under. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Especially the, the weather conditions. With the weather conditions, yeah. they're going to be running the ball. The the thing that scares me though about taking the Chiefs in this game is that since they lost Kareem Hunt, they really don't have that good of a running game. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at too. But I just think that playing at home gives them that edge, and uh, that's the main reason that I'm going to be taking the Chiefs this week. Yeah. I th- I think I think it's gonna be a super close game, but like like Herm said, the weather conditions you're not gonna be able to start throwing air raid offensive styles when it's super crappy weather, and I mean if you're just comparing straight up run games, the Colts have had one of the best run games in the maybe all year really. I mean their O line is freaking scary. Like I mean, I, I, they're just really really good, super young. I think if the Colts can develop a run game like they did last week, where they were just handling Clowney and JJ Watt. I think they win this game. I don't think it's a blowout by any means. I definitely don't think they hit 57 points. Bet the under. Oh, yeah, for sure bet the under if you're betting it. Um, but, yeah, I think Colts will run over the Chiefs, basically. I mean, it'll probably be like last week a high over-under. Um, high over-under. I mean, what was over-under last week, like 54 or something? And they hit 28 points. I mean, it's going to be low-scoring game. The it's Colts aren't be... a high-scoring team. They don't score yeah. a lot of points. It's so, gonna be it's gonna be a football game tomorrow. Yeah, you, as you watch them when they played the Cowboys, it's gonna be a close game. Yeah. So as we see, uh, Chiefs, one Chiefs, one Colts. Yeah. The Jake gets it decided, I guess. Alrighty. Well, in Arrowhead, like Herm said, gives the Chiefs a little bit of an advantage. But I'm going with the Colts because of that run game. They've been killing it. It handled the mm-hmm. Texans very nicely. Just pounded the ball on them all game. Home field didn't help Texans at all. And uh, Chiefs with that weather, I don't think Mahomes will be that much of a factor. And the run game definitely leans to the Colts. So you're choosing the Colts. Colts. Yeah, sorry, I missed that. Okay, so I mean, if we're just going best here through the Colts, I think yeah. this is. I mean, they're all going to be great games. I think this one is going to be 
the best game of the weekend. Yeah, I would. Wanna, it's gonna be the most fun to watch. I'd yeah, say. I, it'll be I, exciting. I really like watching Patrick Mahomes play. Yeah, there. It's two exciting young teams playing crappy weather. We'll say that. So the and uh, my old lineman at heart, I love watching Quentin yeah, Nelson just get out. His him. highlight reel is already the level of freaking all pro. Larry Allen. I mean, he was an all pro. Like he he is already has a stuffed highlight reel in one year. Um. Okay. So then game two tomorrow, the Cowboys at the Rams. Rams are favored by seven. This is the, I don't. This might be the biggest. Nope, it's not the biggest. It's the second biggest spread uh, for tomorrow. I think this spread is pretty true to uh, like no home. If this was like an even stadium, I think it'd still be a set about a seven, about a one position spread. Uh, over under is forty nine and a half. This game, I I don't really know how to like. If you're betting on this game, I would not. I that that's how I'm gonna stay because the Cowboys are playing amazing football right now. They have a really they have the fifth ranked run defense against the Rams, who are third in rushing yards and yards per attempt, which is a pretty good match. I mean, it's basically like no team's gonna win in the running game, I guess you could say. Um, and, they have two really good running backs. But. Yeah, I mean they're gonna run the ball, they're gonna run for a lot of yards. It's not gonna matter their defense, but it's gonna be more. I guess I can start. I think the Rams will win. I think it'll be. There's a chance of rain tomorrow in Los Angeles. Yeah, by the way, it's. I could see I could see a situation where the Rams just come out and they're like, yeah, wait, the Cowboys aren't ready yet, I guess you could say, and they blow them out. I mean, that's not what I want to happen because I want it to be a good game. I think my key to victory for the Rams would be if they can develop their passing game to multiple receivers, multiple weapons, and just keep Jared Goff rolling, which he has not been able to get rolling lately, I think they win against the Cowboys. Because, I mean, they're, I don't know, both secondaries are eh. They're just kind of there. They're not really going to like get a bunch of takeaways on either side. No, but I think the Rams have the more. Better. I think the Rams have the better team is what I'm trying to say. So, I mean, the Cowboys are playing really, really good. But I'm going to choose the Rams. Uh, J.K., what are you thinking? I'm choosing the upside. I think Cowboys win it. Feed Zeke, help Dak out. Dak hits those short passes, get Amari Cooper going. And then I think if they keep the ball and have their defense stop the Rams, if they can hold on to the ball yeah. as long as they can, they win this game. If they, if they get one or two turnovers, I mean, if they, if they can get a turnover like to start the game and you just keep their momentum flowing, I think that's what they need to do. Um, yeah, what do you think? Okay, Frank? well, so like Kaser said, uh, the Cowboys are hot right now, but they about to cool off because I'm taking the Rams in this <laughs> yeah, game. this game is... This is, if I was betting, I would stay, this is the one game I would stay away from, like, without, like, a, like, 51-49% like, positive bet, I guess you could say, like, I just don't see. It's I just could, a weird line. Yeah, seven, like, that means they kind of have to win by two possessions, like, or, like, eight points, because, like, I mean, if they win by seven, nothing happens. So, if you're, I mean, they have to win by eight, basically. So, it has yeah, to be some weird point change. If, yeah, if. So, uh, the over under on I, it. I can definitely see it going over forty nine and a half. I could definitely see a high scoring game. I could also see a very low scoring game. That's true because I mean, the, I mean, yeah. Even when the Cowboys played the Saints, they were like thirteen seven or yeah. it was something super low. Well, scoring. But like, if you look at it, it, it the chances that it might rain in Los Angeles, they might be playing in the rain, so they might they not both, be able to throw it. They both have run good, good run Ds. Cowboys have the, I'd say, superior, I guess you could yeah. say, run Ds. So, but. here's, okay, I'll tell you this. If you can live bet this game, look at it. If it's raining, bet the under. If it's not raining, bet the over, because they're going to be throwing the ball yeah. all over the yard. And I guess the biggest, I mean, it's probably not a key to victory, but I think what's going to come out of this game is you're going to see if Dak Prescott can handle the pressure and if he is legit. He is showing it as of lately, um... 
Jason Garrett, can he coach that team? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see tomorrow if the Cowboys are gonna become a legit team or not. Um, they won't have a first round pick because they got Cooper, which is definitely worth a first round pick in my uh, opinion. Uh, yeah. He's been playing really good yeah. for him, and they they made they made the right moves this year. It's it's a target that Dak can count on to be there to get a reception. Gallops Gallops up and coming. They got like three tight ends rolling that are playing. Good also, football. this podcast would like to. Send his prayers to yeah, uh, Alan, Hearns. Alan Hearns. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I did draft you in fantasy this year, if you wanted to know. Um, game three, Sunday game one, the Chargers at Jake Harris Patriots. Uh, Patriots are favored by four. Kind of another weird line. Kind of a, I feel like it's more of a better team and home field kind of mixed type deal, not really just a home field. And the over-under is set at 46.5. Um, looking at just their defensive rankings, I mean, both had, both teams have outstanding offenses. Um, they both have like relatively the same defensive and pass and run defensive rankings. Uh, and I do use the PFF pro, pro fantasy football, pro yeah. focus football or something to get all my rankings and stats from. Um, but the one stat I pulled away that I saw on Twitter, the Chargers allow 6.29 receptions and 57.23 yards per game to running backs or receiving yards to running backs. So personally, I makes mean, it okay. I guess I'll start. I think Patriots win tomorrow. I don't think they cover the spread, and I don't think it hits the over. I think it's going to be a super grind out game, kind of like the Bears Eagles game. It'll be like a twenty to eighteen or twenty to something like that. It's going to be a super close game. I think James White has a great day, kind of like in the Super Bowl, kind of like how he's been having all year. Top ten fantasy PPR running back. Um, but I think it's going to be a good game, grind out game. I don't really think anyone has like a standout like. Like, be, I mean, I don't think any team really, like, outperforms the other. Because, I mean, it's kind of hard to outperform Philip Rivers and outperform Tom Brady, like, for either side. Um, so, yeah, I think James White's going to have a good day. Uh, it's supposed to be cold tomorrow, right? Oh, like freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. Weather, weather check for in Foxborough. It's supposed to be partly cloudy and freezing. Yeah, so uh, Tom Brady's used to it. I mean, you can't say Rivers not used to it because he's a veteran. He's played in multiple situations. Um, I guess what is exciting is Hunter Henry is – Maybe active, or not tomorrow, Sunday. Maybe active Sunday. So we'll see if that helps. Um, it's kind of hard for the Patriots to game plan for someone who hasn't played all year. I, guess. I mean, not really, because it's the same thing as Gates, kind of. But it'll be interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm choosing the Pats, but not to cover the spread. I think it's a close game. Uh, we'll start with Herman. Let Jake here end this one. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, the San Diego, no, sorry. Los Angeles. Los Angeles Superchargers. I like them in this game. Uh what is it? They are really good on the road this year. Not very good at home. But I do understand because as we were talking about this before, Jake here did tell me that the Patriots are also 8-0 at home. But I think that I just see the Chargers going a long way this playoff season because their team, they're full of veterans. Antonio Gates, Phillip Rivers, they just have the leadership in the locker room and they can bring them together and just... I think that they can do great things. It's going to be a well-seasoned game, I guess you're So basically, you're going to go from the Chiefs and the Colts, who are all young, Cowboys and Rams, all young, and it's like all the grandpas are playing football Sunday Sunday midday. It's going to be exciting. Um, we obviously know J.K. is going to pick, but do you have like a... Uh, like Not like who thinks in a win, because that's kind of... Do you have a thing you're looking forward to the most, I guess you could say? Yeah, I'm looking forward to... Um... Edelman in the playoffs. If you look at his stats from playoffs to regular season, he really uh, steps it up with more receptions, <laughs> more yards per catch. He is a guy to go to in third down, um, short yardage games. If James White can get going, I see Edelman opening up and possibly 
help uh, helping Chris Hogan. Hogan, late bloomer ever since uh, the Josh Gordon suspension, but he's definitely stepped it up and helped us in the passing game. Yeah, I think he's had a really good year. I mean, Josh Gordon, I mean, it was, for a fifth-round pick, it was worth it, I guess, to take the little rental. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how both teams try and get their offenses going. They've both been, kind, I guess you could say, kind of rusty. I mean, they don't need to do anything particular, really. They have the same offense they've been running for years. Um, but, yeah, so the season game. Alright, to, to talk about that no. 8-0 stat at home, just to be fair, their last five home games have been the Bills, Jets, Packers, and Vikings. Okay, we'll talk about, we have, they have an easy division, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. It's, we'll, yeah. Patriots still going to win tomorrow, in my opinion. They, it's going to be a close game, or not tomorrow, Sunday. So I'm excited for that. Um, and then game four is the Eagles at the Saints. The winner, Nick Foles, he knows how to win. That's about all I know about him. Um, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll get into this. So Saints, are, Saints, the biggest spread of the weekend. At, uh, Saints are favored by eight. Uh, over under set at 50.5. This one, I, I mean, like, without even, like, thinking about it, I would take Eagles to – not lose by eight. Cause I, mean, I don't think they're going to lose by eight points. I don't see the Saints really blowing them out. Over under at 50 and a half, though? Uh, that could go either way, though. I mean, the Saints have been so up and down. I guess. Yeah. Um, start One game off, they cannot. Yeah. So, like, personally, like, in my uh, like my picks, I picked the Eagles to win. Just because I, I love watching Nick Foles. I want him on the Broncos next year. So, I just kind of like, I'm just kind of like, I kind of like to envision thinking that, like, he's on the Broncos next year and we're actually going to win some football games. Maybe. Maybe, but uh, so yeah, I think Nick Foles can keep his magic going. Um, both teams have awful pass defenses, like brutal pass defenses. But I guess the one thing they both have good run defenses, but I guess both teams, I don't know, they don't really rely on the run. I think the Eagles need to take a week thirteen when the Saints played the Cowboys approach and just slow the game down. The Cowboys in that game had uh, thirteen more minutes of possession than the Saints did. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be. It can either be kind of like the Cowboys Rams, like I said. If the Eagles don't step it up, like if the Eagles don't keep their mojo going, I could see a blowout. But I mean, here's how the Eagles secondary sucks. I was telling Hermits earlier, it is bad. They played like seven different corners or something this year. But you really only have to stop one receiver on the Saints team, in my opinion, and it's Michael Thomas, obviously. And I think they can stop him if they need. Like if they they can game plan around him. Whereas last week, in my opinion, if the Bears, if they would have just used Tariq Cohen more, if they would have spread out their weapons, the Eagles would have got a little clustered. And, I don't know. I just think Eagles take it home. It'll be an exciting game. I do not want the Saints to win. Uh, J.K., what you thinking? I think the... I'm, th- I'm picking the Saints. I think Drew Brees steps up. I feel like Kamara and Ingram, I feel like they're not really going to... They'll run the ball, obviously, but they're going to use those two in the passing game, help free up Michael Thomas. Those two can obviously catch the ball out of the backfield and spread out wide. Yeah, I think I think if they uh, if they don't, if they only need to stop Thomas, I think they definitely can. Doug Peterson can definitely game script that. I think the Saints will look at the Bears last week and see they didn't diversify their targets. And if they learn to just start peppering little throws here and there, Getting the ball around like they have all year, using Taysom Hill in there to distract. I think they'll be able to come out with the win. I just don't know if they are going to do that, but I hope the Eagles win. Um, Herm, what you thinking? Uh, I like the Saints in this game. Um, you know, I don't like the Eagles. Yeah, because they beat the Bears. Yes, I don't like the Eagles. The Saints are winning. They just have a lot more 
weapons. They also haven't played their starters in like three weeks. I just say that they're well rested. I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. This game, I've, I don't know. It's kind of like a Saints have been hot. Eagles really barely made it. They squeaked into the playoffs, but I don't know. I think it'll it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what's up. That's all we have for the game. In the shape more to add. Yeah, one more thing to add to that Eagles offense. Um, Zach Ertz needs to be be a bigger role in this game. Foles doesn't like him though. If you look at like he's the tar- more of a Carson Wentz target. Yeah, if you look at like the target shares, like 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 I had Ertz in fantasy. Like when Wentz played, he was a monster, and when when Foles played, he was just like I mean he wasn't bad. He would get like ten points again. I mean he was an average tight end. So I think I don't know. I mean I don't know how the Saints do against tight ends. But if they were smart, I think they just feed Ertz tomorrow, just to kind of like let him know he's there. I guess you could say. I don't. That's what opens up their big play uh, attack with um, Jeffrey and Aguilar. Yeah. I feel like if you hit Ertz in that middle, that opens up. They're gonna come up, and then that's where you're gonna hit the deep ball. Yeah. I th- it'll be. Can the Eagles keep it hot? I guess that's gonna be the main question because we know the Saints are good. They're not bad. They're never gonna. I mean, they played like one bad game against the Cowboys, and they really didn't play. I mean, the Cowboys played out of their mind that game. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so yeah, uh, okay, that is all for the games. Um, I think on Sunday we are going to record a little college football talk on the transfers, and then we're going to go in depth with our coaches. We'll probably get that recorded before the Patriots game, but probably won't uh, post it till like Monday or Tuesday because I'm going to get a YouTube video out as well. So uh, with that, we will end it off here. Um, thank you, Ryan and JK, for stepping on. Yeah. And, uh, go Eagles. <laughs>